Hello, Hashtag Verse TV family, and welcome. It's week 218. I'm Aaron Mack, here with my good friend Kevin, a.k.a. CBC, Basic Complexity. And today for the week 218, you know, it's so funny. I, I, I'm looking down at the number 218 in my notes to remind me. So it's like I, I, I kind of know how artists feel when, when they go on tour a lot and they have to put down the name of the city on the floor of the stage so, so they can be like, so, hey, everybody, how are you doing in Toledo? You know, it's kind of like that. Anyway, but 218. So I have the number 218 this week. So I will start off with the rolling thing, the, the random question generator. So cool. So, I press it two times, so not the first one, not the second one. So here's the two and 218. The Rolling Stones or the Beatles? Well, I'll say, I'm a, a pop guy, and I guess I'm more familiar with the catalog of the Beatles, so I guess I would say the Beatles and before I go to um, one or the eight. So yes, the Beatles. Anyway, Kevin, a.k.a. Basic Complexity, CBC. Wait, I did that wrong, but anyway. What's your new song, my friend? All right. With the new song, I was guest thrown off because it wasn't set in my notes, but I'm going off of memory. All right. So for the new song, actually, it is the song is called About Dan time by Lizzo and yeah I I'm really a fan of hers and I love the I don't give a F attitude about or talk about how people feel about how I look she does her thing she has no but no no cares at all Mm. And yeah, I actually appreciate them. Like, do you? So yeah, overall, I really like the song. Um, yeah, and it's from her album called Special. Yeah, once again, I'm really going off of memory, but assuming I'm remembering correctly, that one was called Special, I believe, I believe. It came out in 2019, I think. I yeah. thought it was a new song. 
And, and well, of course, it's new by our standards, but, but I'm saying I thought it, it was a part of her second album that like she just recently released. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're the expert. Threshold was her second album. Way back in 2019? How long has Lizzo been out? Forever? I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> I think she, her first album was in 2017. Mm -hmm. I think. Like, to the audience, don't butcher me. I'm just going off of what I think is right. I could be there wrong, but I don't know. You know what? And I might be completely wrong because maybe I just didn't, I, yeah, I just didn't realize Lizzo's <laughs> been out. And it's so crazy to say so long because 2017 is not that long ago. <laughs> but I didn't realize because long story short, yeah, I, I thought special was or I, I thought about It's About Damn Time was from her second album, which it was, but I thought it was like a new single. But I'm not totally great. wrong. I'm mistaken. I apologize. But our hashtag Burst TV family is a loving, a loving collective of people who are forgiving and will accept when mistakes are made. So thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. And I do love that song about damn time by Lizzo. Anyway. Yes. All right. Are we ready for my old dish? So well, it's it's older than both of us, and I'm 40, 40 years old. It's older than that, you know? The Spinners and Dionne Warwick's song, Just As Long As We Have Love, from their 1975 album entitled Pick Up the Litter. And I, I think that's a pretty cool title for an album, Pick Up the Litter. Pick up the letter, yes. You know, and I always talk about how SWB is my favorite female singing group. I have like two favorite male singing groups. The Spinners is one of them, and the Four Tops is the other. So, like, or up there in my favorite catalog. Like, I love Spinners music, I love Four Tops music. Now, I in my notes, I talk about how I am I think I'll skip that part. Like, I don't need to mention it. The topics. I, I was just confused, y'all. Or did you have anything to say about just as long as we have love? I know when we talked about it before the show, you said you remember. You said you think you might remember. Yeah, I, I, I try, but really don't. Just as long as we have. Anyway, but yeah, I, I love that song. It's beautiful and just, uh, just. We might not have a fancy clothes to wear or whatever. 
just as long as we've got love. You know, and I connect that also with the Supreme song where they were like, we could live in a hut. It doesn't matter, you know. Um, I, I forget. So, so I don't need to waste a whole lot of time talking about it, but whatever. Topics for the week are hashtag lip syncing escalated. Hashtag pride months. Hashtag the moral. Hashtag pro, but hashtag thank you. Basic complexity, are you ready to get the show on the road, my friend? Yeah. 2-1-8. Lip syncing escalated at Gen Z exec at I love the 80s, hashtag verse TV 218A. I've been wanting to show y'all something, and it's kind of trippy, but actually really cool. And I really believe this is going to change the entire music business model, industry. Like, we're really in a whole new age. This is TK. And y'all see those Spongebob covers, right? Where Spongebob's voice is singing like Summer Walker or another artist. You can now do that with a human voice, AKA vocal licensing. So this is a song before. And this is the TK version. You can literally drop your acapellas or record in real time. You can even adjust the pitch. Now I may make a part two actually playing with the AI converter, but I want to show y'all this for two reasons. One, because I feel like creators should just know about what's going on in the AI space. Two, because this is a glimpse of the future of entertainment, AKA Entertech. I didn't know anything about it at the time until I got a phone call asking me to make a video to try to help save their careers. They had a new manager and he'd hired a couple of coaches to try to teach them to sing their own song because they not only couldn't sing it, with their thick German accents, they couldn't even say it. Don't you understand, girl, this love is true. This. Yes. Watch. Remember when you were saying this, mm. it's this. You gotta put your tongue out. Let me see. This. This. Good. This. So I went and shot all this footage of them working with the coaches, okay. trying to learn to sing Thank the song, you. which they had to spell out phonetically so they could remember how to pronounce Don't the words. You understand, girl, this love is that true. top line there says, I am in love with you, girl. It was a crazy project and the whole world seemed to be watching, like a lot of the stuff I work on. They practiced and practiced and did the best they could, and the whole idea was they were going to hold a press conference, and during the press conference they'd give the Grammy back, and if somebody asked them to sing the song, they'd be prepared. They could just stand up right there and start singing it. But man, they really couldn't. <laughs> Alright, so, I know before the show we discussed, um, the order and everything and like sending me the orders. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And I didn't, I just did it. But long story short, I'm going first for A and D. You're going first for B and C. Got so it. I'm up first with this one. So, mm. One, um, shout out to Dolly. I love Dolly Parton. Mm -hmm. And that that's who that song Jolene was. 
I didn't come across that song and understand it for myself until like my late 20s or whatever. But oh my gosh, I love that. Jolene, 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 I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. Oh my gosh, I love that. Uh, I am a Dolly Parton fan. Anyway, so yes, Gen Z executive, exec is right. And through common lip syncing, we don't care about live sounding vocals at all. Through the fact that everybody lip syncs, everybody lip syncs nowadays. People don't care uh, about the fact that lip syncing is a thing. Like lip syncing has gotten to be such a science that it's done so well that like you question like, are they singing possibly? I don't know. But they're so, it's such a thing. Like people don't care anymore. So that's gonna open the doors for us to go right on into AI artistry. And I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg came first as far as lip syncing. Was it A, the artist and the record companies were like, when you go out on stage, you need to lip sync, boy, girl, person, you know, or was it things like American Bandstand and Soul Train, which would require artists to lip sync because those shows like that, it's all about the people who are dancing on the show. So they want to make sure the music is exactly like the record, even though the person is performing it. So it's like, I get that, and I don't know which one was first, but whatever it is, we're here where we are now. And um, people lip sync a lot and I think that uh, people won't care about AI lip syncing. And I'll bring up myself. My connection is I, I think about it like when I see an artist at a drag, no, when I see a drag artist performing like at a drag brunch, performing like the best diva hits, I'm like, ooh, you know, this is just like if it's a new age diva who would just lip sync. You know, I'm actually seeing the real diva, which is exciting because basically, um, yeah, you can go ahead. I I'll finish up my one. I I'll go right back to the diva. <laughs> All right. Um, after watching the video, was actually, I was a little surprised. Like, really, when the whole Nelly Vanilli situation went down. We were kids. So I did not fully even understand it at the time. Actually, and I didn't care. <laughs> but I, when I later learned of it, I didn't know that they could pronounce the words in the song, let alone sing it. So, yeah, it was just a bit of a shock to me. And, yeah.
that's just what I I will say Millie Vanilli because I, I didn't mention this or I, I skipped it but um, Millie Vanilli was truly ahead of their times in terms <laughs> of lip singing because as far as the record company choosing a group that they would like make up a sound for and stuff like that that's where we are today like Millie Vanilli was ahead of their time because stuff like that, lip syncing and artists like totally not to be able to sing their stuff. Like we don't need that. You know, we can just put people on a hologram tour and stuff, you know, or see them perform or see somebody else perform as them at a drag brunch because, oh my God, like, and this is the thing, like drag performers perform their butts off oh my gosh so it's like it's magical watching them so it's like not only do we not care about the fact that they're not actually singing they're lip syncing it's like they're also performing their butts off so it's super cool and Millie Vanilli was the same way and it's all about the look it's all about the look it seems like yes they were two handsome men okay so it's all about the looks and oh also I would be remiss if I didn't mention the uh, previously attempted AI rapper who was eventually pulled from the shelves because he was too, people were saying, oh, he is just representing the worst. And of course, they'd experiment with an AI rapper, but he was just representing the worst of Black culture. As an AI rapper, so eventually the record company was like, "Oh, we're not trying to offend people, obviously, you know." Anyway, but yeah, so that's that. My one sentence is: greedy people tops have us barreling to an AI-run society, all in the name of the game of more. And AI artists can be less expensive than human artists. And I'm not throwing any shade to the tops out there. It's nothing but love for you all. I'm just saying those tops, those tops are the the greedy ones who are having us barreling down to a society run by AI, which might not be a horrible thing because AI is really smart. And maybe they would do things better, possibly. I don't know. Uh, basic complexity or one square? Yes. Um, and it's basically to always, always in life have a plan B just in case you need it. And we not ever use it. But Something just a backup plan just to have there. So, yeah, just learn what you want to be your plan B, have it figured out, and ready to go. You may never use it, but just have it. All right. And our friend Quincy Keith, hey friend. I, I love when people wave like this. Hey friend. <laughs> but um, 
Quincy Jesus and the audience and the house, and he said they should have someone transcribe their song. Yeah. Yeah, Billy Vanilli. Gotcha. Yeah. And the hashtag verse TV family question for the family. I realized before, like, the questions were a little too complex. So it's like nobody wants to write a dissertation in the comments. Mm -hmm. So it, it should be a little simpler. And it's simply a yes or no. Yes or no question. A world with only computer-generated AI music artists. Is that cool with you? Think Sita's world going on tour. And that's for my fellow millennials. Y'all remember Sita's world? Oh, my God. Like, that's another example of um, a thing that AI had going on. Anyway, basic complexity, are you ready for our next topic? Yes. Just okay. trying to find one that. <laughs> oh, gotcha. All right, here we are. Yeah. Hashtag Pride Month at Lefty on Hard Mode. Hashtag verse TV 218B. Today's the day. Today's the day. Oh, can't wait. You know, I wonder what all the major brands are saying. I wonder what the celebrities are tweeting. What? Nothing. What's that? Even though disabled people are 20% of the world's population, we're completely overlooked in pop culture and media. That can't be right. All right, basic complexity, you are up first for this one and next one. Oh, and by the way, Quincy Keith's answer was yes to uh, the hashtag Verse TV family question. <laughs> yes, I guess, actually. So, <laughs> yeah, and then a yeah, LOL. Cool. All right, so you're up first. Okay. Um... Disability Pride Month. Yeah. <laughs> well, just to me, when it comes to the whole disability pride thing, um, the fact that it's mainly or really forgotten and not spoken about is really no surprise to me at all. We are constantly, and I mean constantly, on the regular looked over or just dismissed. Apparently, people with disabilities don't count for anything, even though at 20%, that's every one out of five. So, just something to think about. And that's just what I have for that. Well, my initial reaction is, yeah, cool. Um, 
yeah, we absolutely should. And then I was like, but it's like everybody wants a holiday for something. <laughs> and then I was like, mm, no, but some people can be really saddened by a place being in a place with disability. So having something like Disability Pride Month, I, I can see that helping people feel better about a situation. Now, I will say this. Disability is not chronic for everyone. Not yeah. everybody is going to, like there are people who are in that 20% who are disabled for a few months, but they are actually disabled. Like maybe they just gotten back from a, a medical procedure that makes them unable to do whatever. So they are disabled, but it's not like they are gonna be disabled forever. So that plays a role. And also, I, I, I love the uh, YouTube show, uh, podcast called, um, I wanna get that name right. From the Throne Podcast, and it's a dope podcast. Three people, um, two men, one woman, and they're all in wheelchairs. And they're speaking on the perspective of that. And uh, one of the guys spoke to the fact that this is, and this is harsh to even talk about, but he was he was saying that when he first got into a wheelchair, wow, it's beauty of mine. But he's like. When he first got into a wheelchair, he, he was like, okay, give me a, a, a year and I'm going to be out of it. And he's like, five years later or eight years later or whatever, he's still in it. So it, it, it can be difficult. And I question, I, I wonder, I, I think about myself and my currently, currently having to use the walker. And I'm like, well, what if it's a situation like that? I don't know. But there are, um, well, I, I pray not and I believe not, I speak not. And um, there are books that I've read and examples of people and even DoorDash people who delivered to me who had a, a walker and they, they were able to work their way out of it and now delivering up and downstairs for DoorDash. Anyway, but I people don't need Pride, I think a more I think a more important thing is awareness. Just like you mentioned, Kevin, basic complexity in the beginning. People need to be more aware that there are those of us out there who have different and lesser abilities, disabilities. Disability is not a bad word. And we need to get that in people's heads as well and give us respect oh my gosh i actually have a whole lot more to go into but i'll try to fit in the one minute basic complexity well you're one squared yes um I, wow okay i was so on the wrong part um just that uh, disability is nothing more than uh, 
that's a more than a different ability. Something to keep in mind, everyone. All right. Um. And your situation is special and makes you um makes you stand out. So just embrace it. That's it. And as we see in the uh, message, our friend Quincy Keys explains how he uses, and this this is good, this is good, and this is what it should be. Like, he uses Disability Pride Month as an opportunity to get people aware of the disability situation. It's like, that's dope. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And yeah, the, the more we can stop ableism, yes, also bring awareness to the mental disability as well. And that is the thing. So yes, ultimately we're saying awareness is important. And I'll say as well, yes, you know, awareness is important bring people to a point of being aware of our humanity as we journey through our situation and it's a good thing okay now i'll also i'll say for my one minute i will say Like homelessness, uh, it, uh, awareness is important. So awareness about um, disability, disabled people, not looking down on disabled people. The same kind of goes for homeless people. Not kind of, it does. And I saw this one thing of this one dude who explained that he volunteered at a particular homeless shelter and he was told that 85 percent of the people in that homeless shelter had bachelor's degrees bachelor's degrees had bachelor's degrees and he was explained that it was explained to him that most people most of us humans are just three simultaneous disasters tragedies away from being homeless. Three simultaneous tragedies. Things that, that we can't help, it's just three. You know, and it, that connects us to understanding that we could all be in that homeless position. Just like anybody, we can all be in that disabled position. Oh my gosh, please let me take a little extra time to rant, Kevin, if it's Go okay. For it. Go for it. <sighs> It's like, I, I, I try getting around, try getting out. And as I'm out going around, and there are people who will sometimes be like, stop me in my tracks. Like, 
this past winter, I was going to a restaurant um, and I couldn't quite find how to get there. And I, I was out and it was freezing cold. I live in Cleveland, it was freezing cold. And I saw these people in my peripheral, like sort of running up to me. And I was like, ah, oh, crap, just trying to push my walker because I knew what it was. I knew what it was. They came up to me and they pulled right in front of me. They're like, hey, can we pray for you? Because, and my pastor, former pastor, she's now moved on to a different church. But what she explained is when people do that, can we pray for you thing? It's because they feel that what prevented them from having to be in your situation is because they have a stronger connection to God. So they're like, well, the, he must be in that situation because his connection to God isn't as strong as me. Maybe I need to pray for him. Please, please. And I, I'll go all the way back to uh, Chris Francois from back in the day on Hashtag Verse TV when she was like, I don't know if you're praying for me or you're praying on me. Don't pray for me. I don't know if you're praying for me or you're praying on me. You know? And these, it's so unfortunate. But people don't acknowledge that it's like, you could be in the situation too. You know? But I'm not wishing that on anybody. But just acknowledge our humanity. I, as I always say, and Kevin, you and I both agree on this, we wouldn't wish MS on our worst enemy. No. Worst enemy. You know? Just, okay. Um, I've gone way over. And, yeah. My one sentence is homelessness and or disability. Compassion is key. Homelessness or disability. Compassion is key. Lead with love. Understand that most people want neither one of those things. Most people want neither one of those things. Absolutely don't want it. And they are trying the best way they know how to get out of that situation. Love is paramount. Love is paramount. Okay, people? Yes. And the uh, hashtag Verse TV family yes or no question is Disability Pride Month needs more exposure. Yes or no? All right. Are you ready for the next one that you're going to be first for as well? Yeah. Or did you have anything else to say? I took all that extra time. Did, did you have yeah. something else? You're completely fine. All right. Letter C. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, a.k.a. Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV family.
Hashtag Verse TV. Or hashtag Verse TV family. To end it.